What if you could be doing something smarter with your money that creates income now? If you're wanting to get ahead financially and enjoy greater freedom of choice, if you want a comfortable retirement and you know you'll have more choices if you can do more with your money now, if you've wondered who else is creating ways to make their money work for them and you want actionable ideas with honest pros and cons and no fluff, welcome to the Richer Geek Podcast. We're here helping people find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. I'm Mike Stoller, and in this podcast, you'll hear from others who are already doing these things and learn how you can too. Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Richer Geek. Today, we welcome Aaron Norris, whose real estate career started at five years old fixing houses in his father's flip business. After living in New York City for almost a decade, he joined the family's hard money business as a mortgage officer and researcher. Today, he's the vice president of Market Insights for Property Radar. He speaks and writes nationally on trends and the power of public records that helps Main Street compete with Wall Street. You'll find his works on Forbes.com, Think Realty Magazine, and Bigger Pockets. We're going to concentrate today on this wonderful software called Property Radar. This software allows you to research residential and commercial properties using enhanced public records data. You can connect with owners by phone, email, mail, in person, and online. All right, welcome back to another episode of The Richer Geek. I am uh, very excited to have Aaron Norris, who's the Vice President of Market Insights for Property Radar. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, I'm excited. It's uh, Property Radar has saved me a lot of time and money. Oh. Um, and, it, you know, it's unbelievable. It's, you know, thank you for having this type of uh, company, work for this company. So tell me a little bit about, before we dive into Property Radar, uh, tell everybody about yourself. What have sure. you done? What have you, what are you doing? Well, I started in the flipping business at five, working with my dad doing flips in California. <laughs> I say for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, didn't pay me much, but uh, I got free bowling balls and lots of great stories to tell. I moved to New York City when I was 19. and was a professional artist touring the world, having great fun. Uh, in between gigs, I fell into Wall Street doing merger and acquisition presentations for an investment banking firm and sort of found myself really enjoying data, marketing, public relations. Long story short, came back to California, ended up back in the family business of hard money, real estate mm -hmm. investing, and uh, started using Property Radar. I met Sean O'Toole at an event that I did with the Norris Group called uh, I Survive Real Estate. He mm -hmm. was, Sean created Foreclosure Radar back in 2007 during the foreclosure crisis, and he was the most sought after guest on our panel. Uh, because of his insights and technology trends, foreclosures, and just as a really smart real estate investor. So uh, last year, I got brought on as Property Radar went nationwide. So as a longtime user, I was begging him to go to Florida because I build to rent in Florida and have rentals out there as well. So I am super excited. I get to work with media almost every day, pulling data for stories. And then I also teach nationally uh, real estate investors, realtors, mortgage professionals, home services, how to use public records to find more deals because data is not just for Wall Street anymore. We've got to get better. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, 
it's like, where were you guys 20 years ago when I got started? <laughs> right. It's, like, it's funny. It's funny you say that in, in my presentation, like I've been doing data for so long. I parked in the nineties in my, in my family garage with microfish Dad actually yes. bought a microfish machine. And my job was looking at microfish and transcribing data from the microfish into Excel. <laughs> so mm -hmm. Data has changed. Once upon a time, when you, if you were in the foreclosure game, you were spending thousands of dollars every month on just one county. And then you have property radar that comes along and democratizes data to where it's under $100 a month nationwide. I mean, it's, it's pretty silly. So let's talk about, and yes, you know, back in the day, I'd go to the courthouse and, and the hall of records and I'd be sitting there. It's like, okay, you know, who's, who's getting foreclosed on? Where's the short sell? You know, you just spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Um, so for everyone that doesn't know, tell us, a, I know there's a lot of segments, you know, the commercial and, and real estate and other professions. Uh, what is property radar? What are we talking about? Property Radar is a software tool that combines public records into an easy, easy space to research mortgage, people, and property data. And the way that you stack and uh, refine into your niche is what makes the product so special. We pre-append emails and phone numbers so you can right bound your marketing. So right audience, right time, right channel, right message. It's about allowing uh, Main Street to get a lot more sophisticated in their marketing. Yeah, and it's great because... You know, for all the new investors out there and people that want to get involved in um, either fix and flips or buy and hold, what property radar, I mean, you're not only discovering the properties mm -hmm. and who owns them, mm -hmm. but all the data that is within there. I mean, you're getting that list instead of calling whoever, you know, the, the title companies, are you trying to get these lists and you have to see how old they are, you know, the right. list. Showing up to your title agent being like, hey, I want a list of absentee owners. And, you know, the title agent rolls her eyes because they know you're going to be back in a quarter and have to completely redo it. And <laughs> it's outdated as soon as you get it or you go mm -hmm. to a list provider and do the same thing. The last time I did that in Florida, I spent $3,000 to buy a list that I did a few mailers on but then it was outdated within the first quarter. So, mm -hmm. you know, the data is fun when it's dynamic and actionable. So I'll give you a quick few examples. So let's take that list of absentee owners and let's say, hey, in the, where, where, Michael, where are you located out of right now? Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Let's only talk to landlords that have owned for over 10 years uh, that are over the age of 65 that own three bedroom, two bathroom, single family homes that mm -hmm. were built uh, after 1970. So a lot of people don't even know that that demographic and property uh, uh, information can be stacked that way. Now let's say, I only wanna to talk to you if you have 50% uh, equity, because I want to maybe talk to you about creative things like seller financing, or maybe we can only talk to the people who own more than five. I wanna go after their entire portfolio. Let's just go big. Sure. <laughs> so, so being able to stack the people mortgage and the property data in unique ways allows me to talk to a smaller group of people in smarter ways. So instead of blowing my entire marketing wad on one huge general list one time and doing no follow up, I'm connecting via phone, social media, email, door knocking, uh, direct mail in short succession and far more times for follow up to hopefully land that deal. And, and how powerful is that? I mean, that number one yeah. gets you in front of your competition. 
-hmm. you have reputable and you know, and the list it, it's just amazing you know how i use it i even go into hot spots i want this neighborhood or i want this oh, zip yeah. code because i know that the rents in this area are so i you know i can sit there i want a four bedroom two bath one story uh this neighborhood and you can just whittle it down to where it's like oh you know and you know it's it, it's amazing um because it really lets you know the opportunity, you know, and whether or not you're in regular real estate, or even if you're, some of our listeners might be realtors, mm -hmm. you know, or they might be handymen that are trying to look for things. I mean, it's not just for the investor. It's not, you know, I think one of the most interesting categories is home services, uh, watching uh, people who install garage doors or pools, uh, solar, th those big ticket items that they constantly need a source of leads. It's not like a service business like mowing lawns because, you know, they're, they're not the heaviest user. We're, we attract people who need a cons consistent source of and high volume of leads to keep their pipeline full. Mm -hmm. And you take it another step where you can actually generate marketing campaigns. Mm. Yeah. within property. Talk about that. I mean, it's amazing. Well, property radar stays relatively technology agnostic, meaning we feed the, whatever tools you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what people don't know is that we integrate with Zapier. So if your CRM system or other marketing tools, or even the marketing company that you're working with has a way to accept that data via a Zapier integration, it can do some pretty cool things. So within the app, yes, as a hard money lender, this is what I was doing every day. Mm -hmm. Anybody who flipped a property I was getting leads sent to my inbox and then I was taking it into my CRM after I would find out who the owner of the entity was. And I was going, I had uh, leased a machine that does handwriting postcards. Mm -hmm. And I was able to say, you know, you know, hey, Michael, saw your flip on Smith Street. Wow, what a great job. You know, I was figuring out ways to automate it, but it was triggered one at a time instead of me having to buy this huge list that was outdated um, as they were coming in. I was probably the first one there while my competition was dealing with the outdated mm -hmm. list. Very cool. So that, that concept of dynamic data, as soon as somebody ages in or they do some kind of deal that triggers some notification to me. Now, one of the things I'm, I, I want to play more with is that integration concept. So the data meets your criteria, pushing it into a CRM system that then triggers a workflow. Maybe you're working with a VA, like, hey, do some research, make sure the phone number is correct, set up a phone call, connect with them on social media, send a piece of direct mail, and you, know, you create whatever series you want. We even have a partner um, that sends one-off postcards. So you could send a postcard and then follow up a, a week later by phone, social media, or whatever. So I think what's so great about this industry is that everybody brings something special and their own unique uh, skill set. So I have people that use a product that does nothing but calls. They don't send direct mail. They don't send emails. All they do is call people because they give amazing phone. <laughs> so um, if that's what you're good at, great. Um, I have other people that are complete introverts and hate life. When I talk about things like door knocking, they like <laughs> die inside a little bit. Yes. So they get excited about me talking about things like <laughs> accessory dwelling units or lot splits, something mm -hmm. that's far more uh, engineer focused and less about people and more about process and procedure. So this business has room for you. If you tell me the strategy of what gets you excited mm -hmm. in the, in, in the day, I'll, I'll meet you with the data. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. You know, I was laughing at when you talk about door knocking, one of my mentors, uh, made me door knock 
I'm and sorry. I, I am not an <laughs> introvert, but I'm I not either. I'm not either. I, I am a type A, but I don't like to bug people because I don't like to be bugged. And he made me go through the entire day knocking. And I was like, please don't be home. Please don't be home. <laughs> please don't be home. <laughs> it was, you know, you have to know what your unique ability is. I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I'm you an know. extrovert as a former performer. And I, I love people, but I do not enjoy door knocking. So <laughs> I, I'm in your camp. <laughs> no, send a postcard and email all day long. Um, so let's talk about some other unique, you know, I was looking on the website and I didn't know this. Uh, I saw something about skip tracing even. I mean, there's... Skip tracing is really built in. Uh, with We pre-append, which is something that we make very different. So if, mm -hmm. uh, if an owner, and by the way, we have a lot of different data, whether it's mobile homes, commercial, mm -hmm. agriculture, residential, we've mm -hmm. got it all. In the realm of public records, we've got it in advanced types, which is really fun. But when possible, we pre-append it with the phone number and email of the person as well. So it, it's already there. So if you're doing a search, um, it, this is a great example. Say you're a realtor driving down the road with a client and they're like, you know what? I really like a house like that. You swing over to the side of the road, pull up, open the app and you've got GIS and the app shows you're able to click the home and say, oh, it's owned by this person. You know what? They've owned it for 15 years. That's a pretty good amount. Let's give a call. And you can click from right there, the phone number and call them and just say, you know what? I'm with some clients. They love your property so much. Like, I know this is a lot to ask. Are you thinking about selling? Or do you know anybody in your neighborhood with a property like yours that's thinking of selling? I mean, who else knows how to do that? That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, and this is something that I actually did not do. So property radar is mobile. Correct. Yeah, there's an app. And some people actually use it um, because they do things like driving for dollars. You can take pictures and upload them into the app and add things to lists. So, you know, speaking of buying lists, how about creating a list nobody else even knows about? So let's say you're willing to spend, you know, 15 to 30 minutes extra driving to and from work every day. And you've used property radar to highlight specific areas because of the mm -hmm. price point, or you've identified a list that you're going to drive and you drive by the property because you want to see what kind of condition this is. Mm -hmm. you're, you're really looking for deferred maintenance, mm -hmm. maybe a landlord that's tired of tenants, toilets and trash and is likely sitting on a huge repair bill when that tenant moves out. You know, you're saying, yes, this one is definitely I'm going to add to my mm -hmm. list and I'll follow up with later. That's a list that nobody else even has. And mm -hmm. you've got pictures and you've identified them and you're going to really hit up that property owner later. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, everyone is listening. You know, I've always talked about having your team, having your CPA, having your attorneys, having your, your bookkeepers, having your mentors. This also goes along with not creating too much work for yourself. Another part of your team needs to be software. And, you know, great CRM, but also something like, can you imagine all of you people probably banging your head right now that have been pounding the pavement and wondering, how am I going to find properties? How am I going to find deals? Mm -hmm. Well, now we know that part of your team has to be a uh, company, a software like Property Radar. Uh, it's just amazing. So, you know, tell me something else that I don't know. That is very well, cool. Uh, the thing I talk to media a lot about lately is iBuyers. So iBuyers has access to this data. So as a property owner in Florida and California, I get a lot of their direct mail and I visit their website. So I get a lot of their beautiful digital ads. They spend 
an enormous amount of money. Uh, Zillow's former uh, creator, uh, Raskoff, has come out and said he wants to take OfferPad public. Mm-hmm. These guys are here to stay. Realogy announced uh, last month that they're going to be partnering with um, Home Partners of America, which is black by BlackRock. So these institutional Wall Street prop tech companies are here yeah. to stay and they are using data and their buy box changes very differently depending on what market you're in. Mm-hmm. So California, where I live in Riverside, California, which is the Inland Empire, mm-hmm. it's very different. I'll watch Redfin buy a property all cash for a million dollars and a condo in Santa Monica, but you know, an hour inland by my neck of the woods, they won't touch condos at all. Mm-hmm. So be careful. As when I speak with realtor and different investor clubs, I typically cover what they're buying in that area because you have a decision to make. You can either try to compete with them in those red waters. And mm-hmm. let's be honest, if you're a flipper competing against a, a, an iBuyer, <laughs> they're making money in a lot of different ways. If you're not familiar, first of all, with the concept of iBuying, these are cash buyers that offer all cash but that's not the only game. They're vertically integrating all their services. So when Zillow does it, they've got mortgage, closing, you've got open door that just went public and they're talking about expanding that to things like insurance. So they're making money in lots of different places, not just one. So as a real estate investor, I have to decide to compete with them in the buy box that they're in, leverage Mm -hmm. them. I have plenty of investors wholesaling deals to them because Mm -hmm. these Wall Street companies do not want people or property problems or completely work around them in a category they're not wanting to touch. I'm okay, just make a decision. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, time is money. And especially in today's hot market, it's, I don't know how it is on in the Inland Empire, here in Scottsdale and Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix, you guys are red hot. Um, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, it, it's 30,000 above market, you know, if, if you can get it. And that is the ones that are on in, you know, that are actually listed in the MLS and, and on market. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody watches TV, TV, you know, everybody's doing the investing. Everyone's wanting to be investor. You have to have a way to beat the competition, to stay ahead of the competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, using something like property radar is that's, that's the delta. That is that. That is the difference, and how you go about um, creating and importing that CRM. Um, it's it's been amazing. I, I appreciate uh, any any last words uh, before we uh, take off. The only thing I'll say is don't be scared of the data. I I think where a lot of newbies get lost is thinking that they have to be something that they're not in order to get into the business. So you and I have sort mm. of skirted around the issue, but a lot of times it's it's. It's just people don't realize they can bring themselves to the party and they're just and focus on a strategy that's unique to their personality and skill set. That's one of my favorite parts. And at Property Radar, we talk about the difference between chocolate and peanut butter. Chocolate is what you bring to the table. When you get very clear on that, I can find the data for you so it combines and makes a peanut butter cup. So bring you. It's okay to be authentically you, whether an introvert, extrovert, have money, don't have money, experience, no experience. It's just don't get lost. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, when, when I first found property radar, it was, um, it was almost like a fun game. You know, I was like, you know, well, what if I search for this or, you know, Hey, well, what <laughs> if I did, you know, and then I learned what I liked and what neighborhoods, cause you, you, I played with it. Yeah. You know, I just kind of played around and all of a sudden it just like became this fun game of, 
wow, I didn't even know that little pocket inside this neighborhood existed. So yep. it was really, really good. You can get that heat map going. Yes, I was going to say that heat maps are one of the coolest things you can. Uh, there's these heat maps within Property Radar where you can look at estimated equity, the kind of ownership and the kind of ownership is not just absentee. You can find out if these people are out of the county or out of the state. So, you know, if you're in California and you're looking at a property that needs a lot of repairs and it's an out of state landlord that's, you know, older, he, that landlord probably has no idea the kind of crazy things that are going on in California. Mm. <laughs> so you may end up being a really great resource if you can find a strategic way to reach out to them. So, yeah, it's it's that hyper localized insight on top of the data is where you find unique opportunity. So I've been teaching a lot on accessory dwelling units too. I saw you mm. guys had quite a few episodes dedicated to ADUs yeah. and there's a lot of really unique opportunities for you introverts out there that just can't control themselves and want to build and mm. you know do interesting things. Look at upzoning opportunities. Look at, uh, look at properties that are zoned like R3 or a triplex where there's only a single family on site where you can build three units and then additional ADUs depending on the state that you're in. That, that'll be controlled by your local ordinances. But I've got investors that are going from a single house on a project to six. And uh, all of a sudden you don't have to, you can pay full price for that single family mm -hmm. homes because you're going to do some awesome things with it after you buy it. Yeah. And remember, you know, everybody, Aaron hit on something uh, really important. Don't get stuck on price. Correct. Okay. I will pay full price all day long if it cash flows if it pencils out if i can do something because i don't care if it's a two thousand dollar a month mortgage or twenty five hundred if i'm getting three thousand dollars in rent it does it doesn't matter you know so don't get stuck um and for all the the geeks out there that are our listeners you know i say it all the time the analysis paralysis <laughs> you know it's real uh, it's real believe me we've all been through it uh aaron i really appreciate it uh i've had a great time it's a absolutely fantastic software and uh we wish, wish you luck oh and how can people i know propertyradar.com what are the other sure. ways that there's a, there's a free three-day trial, and I just highly suggest if you do the free three-day trial to set up a one-on-one -on -one with the support team, or if you go to community.propertyradar.com and you're having a problem dreaming about data just because you don't know what exists, there's over 200 criteria in the software. It's easy to get lost, but if you go to community.propertyradar.com, that's the community that I run. Um, I'll be glad to beat up strategy with you and uh, give you some ideas. Sounds great. Thank you very much, Aaron, and uh, have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to the Richer Geek Podcast, where we're helping others find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. For today's show notes, including all the links and resources from our show and more information about our guests, visit us at www.therichergeek.com slash podcast. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit the subscribe button. Share with others who could benefit from listening and leave a rating and review to get the podcast in front of more eyes. I appreciate you and thanks for listening.